Good race, fun to watch. Uh, initial thoughts. Let's kick it to Charlie. Charlie, what do oh. we got? Um, very good race, I thought. I wasn't a big fan of of all the on and off racing in the wet. It was really disruptive, especially with my couch napping patterns. Um, once they got going, <laughs> bada bing. <laughs> once they got going, terrific race. Uh, can't say enough about Young Max. Of course. And it was really impressive what they did in the water. I thought. All right, uh, let's go to our resident Ferrari guy, Andrew. Not a great race for you, but you know, no, try no. to put that what, aside. When are they good races for Ferrari? That's true. Ooh, you and Ferrari been a while. Been a while. <laughs> we'll get into that. You know, um, yeah. So I never really get in. I, I don't. I have problems with races where we don't get the traditional start because I think I wait all week for that start, and then when you get a start behind a, a safety car. It's just an absolute yeah, kick to the yeah, right kick to the junk, right? Yeah, there. exactly. So that was that's an issue for me. And then the starting and stopping also is an issue. I do agree with Charlie. Once we got going and there was a flow, it was very entertaining. Obviously, rather have a better race for Ferrari, but you know. Let me just jump in on the start. Uh, they said that the cars actually went around turn one faster. Um, coming out from behind the safety car than they would have done for a standing start. So we get, so we get, a, we get a fact check? I understand uh, that. Okay. Yeah. I, I one, I don't that. Agree, one, I don't believe you, but two. <laughs> wait, wait, stay your source. <laughs> two, you can't change position, so that's the whole point of yeah, the start I, for me. I heard that too. Once the safety car releases, you, that's you what I'm know, talking about. Oh, okay. When did it release? Didn't they do like eight laps? They did many laps. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's like saying they're going faster on lap eight with... Without a safety car, then they no, would no. be on lap one. Look, I hear you. I mean, not all of you guys have drivers who start like Vettel, so oh, I always think yeah, there's, always a, the field. there's always a chance that he'll be in first after that first turn, a la okay. Canada, Montreal, 2016. Okay. 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 Well, we know Rob would rather have a start under safety car than a real start. So. <laughs> I have to say that, that is uh, dangerous. I thought that the race was, uh, I like that the wet seemed to create huge gaps so it's not one or two seconds it could be like five or ten seconds it seems like it really mixes up the strategy allows for a mistake and you can still do something crazy if you drive well i thought that was great all right um yeah i mean i thought it was a great race really fun to watch better than a lot of the just constant races like you know no stops or anything like that so i thought the, the wet always makes it good good race in my opinion I mean, Max shows that he is the future. He's probably the present, too, to be honest. And uh, no one's got talent like Red Bull. Okay. So. Quick, quick totally agree. Totally <laughs> agree. Now, if Max hadn't done what he did, would you guys still be saying how good of a race it was? Uh, yes, I think so. I, I'd like to test that. I, will, I totally agree that he made the race much better. But, but I, I, also, I don't get your point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think there was that much. But I, I agree with you that even though my team sucked... I still really liked watching Max do what, did what he did. So. I didn't think outside of Max's performance at the end, it was that exciting, to be honest. There wasn't... What about the crashes? There wasn't that much passing. Yeah, it's not like NASCAR. I'm not looking at the race for crashes. I'm looking... I'm watching for great driving. So. For all our NASCAR fans, uh, that's Rob O'Brien who took that shot at you. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Sorry to the Deep South. <laughs> we already nailed any of that. All right, well, good stuff, good stuff. We will have to fact-check Rob on some of this stuff. <laughs> I think that'll be a comment. We'll do that in post. <laughs> All right, um, good initial thoughts. Driver of the race, let's throw it to. Let's throw it back to Rob here. Uh, it's got to be Max. That you was, think? That was astounding what he did. I don't even understand how he could be that much better. Is he just ballsier? His car is the same. We know that the Red Bull is not that much Definitely. higher. What that was, he was head and shoulders above everybody else. It was almost unbelievable. Hand up on this one. I think he, youngest driver, nothing to lose, playing with like like recklessness that you probably had when you were seventeen years old. Well, let's not fact, rob. Fact check. He's 18? not seventeen. What is he? Eighteen. He's eighteen or nineteen. No I, kids. No responsibilities. That's right. He's living. He's legal, ladies. He's living on the edge. I, I think he just had a better feel for the break going into the turns. He could carry so much more speed. Oh, so this is one thing that the announcers did say on NBC Sports that I thought was very interesting. They said Max was going outside the racing line, yes. which is a thing that you do in karting to find where there's less rubber and in drives that's bad you want the rubber racing line but in wets the rubber racing line is super slippery so mm. that's why max was able to go outside go seemingly twice as far on the outside of a turn and carry much more speed than the other driver so i'm wondering if max's recent experience in karting compared to the other drivers was what gave him a huge advantage in brazil i'm calling again bullshit on this i heard that why as well why is that unique to karting why wouldn't the other drivers <laughs> know that these are the best drivers in the world. They're not, oh, let's drive. Oh, I haven't been in karting in so long. I pull my karting notes. That I yeah. Two wild facts by Rob thrown out already. We're only five minutes in, folks. Oh, boy. I mean, I heard the same thing, but I thought, I what are they talking about? about? I heard as well, but you can't trust those guys on NBC Sports. I mean, they're full of crap. All right, so Max was the driver, obviously. Uh, no thoughts on Lewis? I, I he drove a good take. race. I yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to say Nico. Really? I gotta disagree. Obviously, sorry, Rosberg. Nico uh, Rosberg. There's a Nico He did exactly what he needed to do. He didn't lose his cool when he dropped to third. Climbed back to second. He's still right yeah. where he needs to be. I hate his race. The last three races, I hate his race. He's playing his everybody. He wants the championship. He, he's driving for the championship. He's not driving. I don't want your heart. Okay, isn't that isn't that uh, topic ten? Are we not jumping <laughs> If if that was me, I'd be racing for first every single race. I don't and you so, probably man. wouldn't win the championship, yeah, John. You would. But be, I could. I could sleep at night. You know, he, he, <laughs> I could look my wife. Who in the crashed face. in the, uh, the the outlap? Was that Gutierrez? That'd be you. No, that was Roman Grosjean. Grosjean. No, I'm not Roman. Rob's more like a Roman Grosjean. All right, no need for that. Okay. Red flag. Now this is a topic that I love personally. Best radio transmission. I'm going to start it off. I got. I love any time Lewis calls out Charlie Whiting, race director. I love that stuff. He always gets mad at him for not starting the races. Pace car going too slow. It's awesome to me. I. He also always pretends like he's in just a private conversation yeah. with him. Hey Charlie, we should get going here. <laughs> How does Charlie listen to all the transmissions? He's got to like, review them, I guess, after they come through. But maybe Mercedes flags it maybe, for him. Yeah. Maybe he's got a direct line. Throw out the chain. And can, I wonder the big if, dogs have direct. I wonder lines, if Charlie <laughs> can uh, talk back. Red telephones. Yeah, exactly. I bet it goes through um, Toto or yeah, Arriva Benny. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah, I've got. I've got a couple. Of my ones. man uh, on McLaren, Jensen Button, when he was he was coming in, and he had one of the first drivers to switch to the intermediate wet tire, the inters as they call them, and he told his team, 
hey, I want to come in and switch back to full wets. And the team said to Jensen, everyone else is switching to inters. And Jensen said, I think the direct quote was, I don't care what anyone else is doing. It's not, it's not driving well. I got to back Jensen up on that. Why should he care what everyone else is doing? Drive your race, boy. Mm. The, guy's, the guy's 35. He's been around the block. Yeah, but it he is. Knows, he knows how to handle a He's on the way out. He's on the way he out. Knows what, he knows what tire to put on. Where are you guys getting your, um, the radio transmission uh, words? Just when I watch the race. Okay. Yeah. So just a, I'll send you guys a link, but there's a great website, f1fanatic.co.uk. Mm. Shout out. And those, will, those will be in the show <laughs> notes. Those will be in the show notes, folks. <laughs> it has the whole transcript, so it's really pretty cool. But I love beyond work on this prep here. Nice. Yeah, good. Um, there are a couple good ones from Vettel. One, obviously, who's whiny. We'll talk about that one later. But the other one that I thought was interesting was he was talking to his team, and they were asking him, do you think we should pit and go to Inter's? And he says, yeah, but is there clean air with Inter? And then they say to him, are you happy to box for Inter? Question. And he goes, is there clean air? Again, can I see something when I come out? No clean air. Then we stay here. Okay, copy. I think it's very indicative of his, his relationship with his team. He doesn't trust them. He doesn't trust them at all. He thinks they're incompetent. Yeah. Well, he's, the, he's calling... I, to be being, fair, Ferrari is kind of incompetent, and they've screwed their drivers multiple times. I understand that, but I to me, it, it, it kind of feels like when, when Kobe Bryant was on the Lakers and he knew his team was shit and he was calling all the shots. Yeah. It's, just, it's not a good relationship. LeBron on the Cavs. LeBron on the Cavs, Kobe on the Lakers, Vettel on Ferrari. Hmm. They won a lot of championships, though, so... But during the bad years. <laughs> Uh, to piggyback on that, I it wasn't kind of anything crazy, but when Verstappen was talking with his his team to switch back to the wets, right? Yeah. Or to switch back, whatever that final that final stop, just how much back and forth they have, and how much thinking Verstappen has to do while driving, kind of it's crazy that they do that much communication. And it is really challenging because there was at one point, I think it was Nico Hulkenberg, mm. his team was talking to him and he said, guys, get off the radio, just let me drive for, I need yeah, to I need focus on driving. Nico Rosberg always does that. He's always complaining. But I get that. He's quite a whiny baby. Yeah, it's like when your girlfriend or somebody's trying to talk to you in the car and you're just trying to pass people <laughs> on the highway. You know? That's Andrew Sabo <laughs> with that take. Uh, right. Totally. All right. Um, let's see. What do we got up next? Let's do worst decision driver team. I think there's probably an obvious one, but let's throw it to Andrew to start off here. Uh, Ferrari leading pit lane. Oh, that, that's a bad decision. Oh, join the race. Little comedy here, folks. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't really have a a worst decision driver team. I get that's I the kind of prep we do here at the pod. I would say the ones who switched to the inters first. It seemed like. Maybe I'm wrong here. I probably need to fact check, but they kind of crashed out. I feel like they struggled right away. Our fact check list is getting very They didn't long. get any... Did they get any benefit from going to Inters over the wets? No, right? I, I don't think so. I think they, everyone was expecting the track to dry out right. with, under wets. Maybe, at, at maybe they need a weatherman like our resident Rob <laughs> O'Brien. For, for those who don't know, Rob O'Brien... Yeah, Rob O'Brien is a seasoned weatherman. He actually predicts every situation incorrectly. Which actually is quite helpful. You just do the opposite of what I say, so... True. 100% accuracy. Charlie's nuptials to Rebecca Mitchell were <laughs> delayed because Rob said there was a window coming. There's a pocket. And, just wait 10 more minutes. And it never came, folks. No, and we also all got pneumonia in it Canada. Came. Uh, when Rob told us it was going to be nice and sunny out, but that so is for I, yeah. another pod. So when I was watching, I thought, but who remembers? I was I questioned when they started going to the Inters, and that, that was all. Let's yeah, throw it to, to Charlie. I have to say, 
Red Bull took it to a whole new level by switching back and forth and back and forth. And uh, oh, man, they lost a lot of positions. Yeah, uh, it was unfortunate. I'm going to have to agree with this. The decision to switch Ma uh, Max to Inters late in the race cost him P2. He was in P2. He had done it with great driving. And if they hadn't done that unnecessary switch, they would have had P2. Maybe P1 with the way he was driving. And uh, it's more all the more inexcusable because other teams switched to Inters early in the race and they saw that it didn't work. So I don't know why they thought it was going to work there. I got to agree with the O'Brien boys there. I mean, I don't know what Red Bull was thinking. Cost them, cost them second spot, and it could have made this championship race a whole heck of a lot more interesting. That's for sure, huh? We'll get into that later. Am I right, Rob? Correct. All right. Um, one of my more favorite subjects, social media presence. These guys love to post Instagram, Snap, what have you. Lewis is by far the worst at it. He's yeah. so annoying. He's the Kanye West. He's the Kim Kardashian of the F1 world. <clears throat> he's awful. Um, he's actually the Justin Bieber of the F1 Justin world. Justin Bieber. He hangs out with Bieber. And oh, Bieber's way cooler than Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Good question. Not sure about that. It's like comparing a turd to a turd. Oh. You, uh, <laughs> that's interesting. You guys all follow those other people. So no, I do. I, I do I not. I don't uh, follow any. You can follow any. Let's fact check that. Look, I'm not even following yeah, We're going through your social media accounts after this. Rob uh, still orders DVDs from Netflix, so yeah. he's a little behind the times yeah. here. Um, it's Twitter. <laughs> anyone see uh, Lewis's post this week? He's wearing one of the um, yes. uh, garbs from... Abu Dhabi. Uh, yeah, with Jordans and standing in front of a mosque. He looks really cool. Let me let me just say one thing about how annoying Lewis is. I dare you to try to find a race where Lewis gets to speak to the crowd and doesn't tell them that they're the best crowd yeah. in the world. Yeah. Every he single is crowd is the best. A little He's a Donald Trump of F1. Well, Panders. Yeah. <laughs> he had a great quote, though. The, I mean, this is an inspirational quote. No one needs to be perfect, but everyone can be a little better today than yesterday. Oh, that on Instagram. my gosh, that just makes me sick. <laughs> You're going to spew, spew into this. Do you need someone to hate, though? Yes, oh, of course. You, yeah. you, need, you need a villain. Yeah, yeah. You need a villain, and Listen, he's the perfect villain. F1 would be worse without him. Which, so. well, well, I agree, he is a good villain, but what about the people who are Lewis fans? Not it's to call anybody out, but say... Sam Schweizer. I mean, what the hell? It's disgusting. <laughs> you live in the same house as a Hamilton fan? Well, that's why I was in different bedrooms. Oh, Whoa. and have you have you seen the post in his in the studio? He's like laying down rap and beats that's and terrible. stuff. We should make a that's a, we need to make a rap battle against <laughs> Lewis. I mean, it's going to come back at the end of the season when he doesn't win the championship. Yeah, he, They're going to show these clips of him in the studio. Do you think people like Lewis or do he just likes Mercedes? Do people like Mercedes or I think people like Lewis. like Lewis? Oh, that's tough to understand. I agree. Mm. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, most no, we did that beef of the week. Uh, anyone have beef of the week? I got a beef of the week. All right. Charlie uh, O'Brien. Kofiat has a beef with was it Palmer? Jolian Palmer. Who smashed into him? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, legitimately so, I'd say. Yeah. Beef of the week. I mean, look. Sideswiped him, right? Palmer couldn't see anything. That's his excuse. It was hard to see out there. That was the mo yeah. That you didn't see anybody else get rear-ended. Hmm. Mm, yeah, mm. I feel like mm, I mm. feel like there is a growing beef between uh, Vettel and Max because Max always passes him and Vettel gets so yeah because wild. Vettel is the older guy he thinks he's owed everything he's not Max is better driver than him and he gets mad yeah yeah I will be talking about with the biggest baby topic coming up I would like to suggest a, a team beef 
Red Bull is pissed at Mercedes. Yep. Why? Because uh, Toto Wolff, head of Mercedes, placed a call to Yost for oh, stopping Max's dad and said, you know, we're all here to race, but can you, you know, respect the championship race and not interfere and pass that message on to Max? Apparently, Yost did. Max said, okay, I'm not going to interfere. And, you know, he's, he passed Nico. That's all fair racing. But what does that mean, like, interfere? I guess he's like, don't be rough with them. You know, don't be you know, reckless. Don't take someone probably, out. Probably, exactly. Don't get that. But, uh, but, really? So look, calling so his daddy? Yost and Max seemed cool with it, but then Red Bull and Christian Horner heard about the call and they were pissed. So now we've got Christian Horner pissed. So I, I, saying, don't tell our drivers I how agree to drive. I agree, I agree with the sentiment, don't, in, don't interfere and take somebody out, don't be reckless. However, I don't think the approach of going to the guy's dad and having him talk to the driver is the right way to go. Yeah, you're going to pull his pants down and spank him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Behave, little Max. No, yeah, so. come on. This... Men driving, come on. Uh, Handle it on the track. I, I, boys, Max driving. I have a new B for the week. Yeah. That's also may be biggest baby. Oh, yeah. But uh, Gutierrez, during the little temper tantrum. Oh, pathetic. He's got the beef with uh, Haas Chief. What's his name? Um, anyway. We'll he, do that in post. <laughs> big time beef there. Gutierrez is mad about losing his seat. He's throwing little tantrums. Haas needs to clean house. Some, some fireworks coming. That was my beef, the whole Haas team. Everyone's mad. They had a nice start, but now they've just floundered. And uh, drivers are pissed. Gutierrez is obviously on the way out, but, jeez, he's just a little... I mean, when he cursed out his chief uh, two races ago, that was wild. Jeez, pouring coffee all over the, the audio. Professionalism at the pod here. <laughs> uh, Rob, did you do your beef? Yeah, I did the, the red, Christian Horner Toto Wolf. That's my beef. All right. Now, this is going to be a controversial subject. Where would we have finished if we were driving this race? We're all decent drivers. Some better than others. Uh, Rob, uh, Rob drives a Subaru. Let's start this by ranking who is the best driver here. I'd like that. I would put... In the wet? In the wet rain? Or are we talking just normal driving? If we're, doing, Andrew, if we're doing inclement weather, i got to put you last. Yeah. Well, we're not driving in the snow. Yeah, you're last. You're last. Your last. Followed by Rob, I think. I think Rob is probably second to last. He has. You have a lot of accidents under your belt, right? Uh, who's counting? <laughs> I think Charlie and I are one, two. I got to put myself on top <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, oh, interesting. I don't think if you, you see I don't me driving, I'll test it to be quite honest. Really? Uh, check me on 90. Uh, I'm passing people like crazy on that. Look, I've got a baby on the way. I'm not going to cha- say that it didn't change. Doesn't change my outlook of driving. It actually reminds me of the movie Rush. I, yeah, I hear that. Uh, I hear Christmas that. present: get Rob the baby on board stickers. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. And who are you in Rush? James Hunt. No, I'm the. Uh... You're Nikki Lau's wife, no? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move on. Um, I think we would all be dead. Yeah, <laughs> I that. I would be in the side of one of those walls in unreal. I, I gotta be honest, I'd be driving five miles per hour. You yeah. can't see out there. It was crazy. I was really astounded how poor the visibility was when they did the onboard cameras. Oh, my and gosh. you could see actually Nico behind Lewis. He was he was trying to be on a different part of the track just so he could see. And you heard that with Vettel's radio transmission. Like the guys were just struggling for visibility. I was watching with a couple noobs, um, getting them into the sport as you do. Do a little shout out. We want to shout, do a shout out Wayne Peters. Shout out Carolyn Peters for some of the some of the races. Can we get a little audio thing there for our shout outs? Yeah, we got yeah, yeah, we'll do a little shout out. We'll do that in post. post, yeah. post. 
we'll insert it. Uh, they were really impressed. They thought the wet driving was way more exciting than previous races. I, you know, I kind of disagreed. I said I like other races where it's a little bit more smooth, but they thought it was really impressive that they could even see mm-hmm. any part. Did he like the grid girls? I bet he did. Love the grid girls. You dog, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Need more grid girls. Um, I in my notes here I said not podium, but probably fifth or sixth. That's where I would be. <laughs> I think that's fair. And we all had a good laugh. <laughs> um, all right, biggest baby. I'm going to start this off. Every week I'm going to give this, this to going. Sebastian Vettel. I mean, this guy can't be more butthurt about leaving Red Bull. His team is garbage now. He's got this young guy on his tail. <laughs> I don't um, think it's he's mad about leaving. Every yeah, he he sees Red Bull is better than Ferrari. He left that team. He could have been. Way more podiums, all right. But every single ra- every single race, he's on the uh, radio complaining about Max Verstappen's driving. Can we get a count of podiums this year for Red Bull versus Ferrari? I'm sure it's more for Red Bull, but I'd be we curious. will get that. Thank you. Um. Right, so, stat, stat boy, you want to get that? Yeah, a little stat stat boy. Um. Anyway, so Vettel's for me. He's probably gonna get it every. Every week, to be honest, but uh, we'll see if anything changes. Um, so I, I agree with you on this race. I've got some radio, more, some more radio transmission I'd like to share. Okay. He says, I mean, this is just mad, honestly. It's just stupid. Red flag, that's what it is. <laughs> and then his team is trying to calm him down. Who's this? This is Vettel. Vettel. Um, and then he says, yeah, we need extremes, first of all. Second, we need to stop the race. It doesn't work. How many people do you want to crash? I nearly crashed into Kimmy in the middle of the straight. Couldn't see anything. They say, red flag, stay out. He goes, yeah, finally. So, yeah, I mean, all the other drivers are in the same situation. He needs to just relax. He's lost his edge. Down. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with him. Lewis is out there telling Charlie Whiting, get the race going. Max is out there fragging people like I crazy. I feel like he's, no. he thinks his margin of error is so small that anything is going to impact it, and that's why he's freaking out over these little things where the other drivers are... So let me just say something. Lewis wanted to get the race going because he needed 53 laps so he could get full points for first place. Vettel knows he's not racing for anything. Maybe he's racing for a podium, but the young guns who have less to lose are going to be more aggressive. So he didn't want to race. I mean, I, I'm, I'm uh, again, calling bullshit on this young guys have less to lose. <laughs> I don't think, as an F1 driver, you could be conservative. No. Period. Yeah. I think you're always... This is a guy we think is one of the best drivers. you got to have more of an edge, dude. Come on. He's not, yeah, I mean, he's not getting in that cockpit unless he thinks he's going to win that race. I don't think. Vettel. I think it's a, it's, it's a, we're talking about the margin here, and he is slightly less risk. Well, you thought he's lost his edge. Yeah. No, I don't think he's lost his edge. can't win a championship ever. I don't think you need to be... But I, but I guess aggressive. you got to be. I mean, you got to be fully gripped to get in one of these cars. Hundred percent. This that. is like Rob on the ski slopes. Now this is All why right. he he takes stumbles and breaks his wrist let's on keep a green it run. On F one. <laughs> All right. Um, let's uh, move it on to the next topic here. Um, yeah, the championship. Rob, you you start this. Yeah, this is so, your this is your baby. So look, and this is what we're talking about with how Nico's racing versus how Lewis is racing. We know that Lewis needs first place pretty much um, to have a shot at the World Drivers Championship and Nico is okay and he will win the World Drivers Championship with second places. So, you know, I think that Nico's driving more conservatively, making sure he doesn't have an engine blowout and Frankly, I like that kind of strategy. I think that it it's fine that we don't have the Mercedes going head to head. My jaw's on the floor. Yeah, I know. I am. I'm. 
I think that it's a beautiful part of the strategy to borrow a word from Trump. Wow. Um, just a doesn't Lewis have to win and Negro come in fourth? Yes. It's the, in the, the last race. Yeah, it's but, over. But, I mean, this, but the because, championship is over. Right, but because Nico has done a good job coming in second. Yeah, but I'm saying there's no drama left in this last race here. Uh, you're gonna see, and you're gonna see the first turn. So you're not gonna watch it. You don't think Lewis takes him out? If there's a crash, no, because Lewis has to get wins. Nico will take Lewis out. That's oh, there's no added there because Nico, if he doesn't crash in the first turn, he can get top three. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've he, seen we've seen reliability issues with the Mercedes three. engines. Mm, rarely. It's happened. So you think Nico would be so concerned about reliability, he just wants to take out Lewis in the first turn? So think about it. All he has to do is take him out. He can, wins. All right. Can quick, we discuss Rob's question. comment, though? Like he, you said... Well, listen, I, Rob's not a driving I, fan. I, I, I understand Nico's strategy, but to say that you enjoy it yeah. and, and like seeing that race... He said it's beautiful to come in second? Oh. I think this is the America we live in today. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And and also, strategy, guys. and he's going to be raising a son soon, and yeah. he's going to tell him to come in second. Second's okay. Oh my gosh, guys, you are looking at the tree. <laughs> I'm seeing the forest. Right. He's going to come in first in the World Drivers Championship. Another great analogy. Yeah. Tree forest analogy, folks. All right. Um, anyone else have any takes on the drivers' championship? I think it's locked up, like everyone else. But uh, are you, hey, ha- are you so happy to see Nico win? Let's kind of spitball here. What other scenarios pe- can people see of, of Lewis pulling this off? I, uh, here's well, here's one I've been thinking, dreaming about. Actually, Max is driving hard on Nico, takes him out somehow. That Unintentionally, would be, that would be awesome. What a fist fight ensue! Oh like, yeah, so. look, look Max is a little slap fight. Battle <laughs> taking him out. Nico's not going to be any. You think that Max takes out Lewis? Turn one, dude. No, or Max takes out Nico. He tries oh. to sneak into the corner. Sneak in. I think Lewis gets P one in qualifying. Nico second. Yeah. Max tries to make a pass to get to second place. Takes him out. That, that would, would be unbelievable. That would be awesome. That that's the reason why Toto called Yost. I don't think that's going to happen. When and Max also, when I Max gets think, in the car, he's not gonna. I also think that I don't he, think Yoss relayed that message. I Me also neither. think that I, don't think so. I think that Nico would just give the position up because he can come third, no problem. Yeah, I I, I think he could true. be like, very yeah. very very conservative in turn one, but how many spots are you willing to get up give up to go way outside? Maybe well, he has a bad start. Mercedes is known for having some bad starts. That's goes true. back to my he old, old question. I don't think F one drivers drive it ninety nine percent. No. You have to be a hundred percent. So let's talk about can can Nico recover from a bad start at Abu Dhabi? How yes. power dependent is that track? Does mm. the Mercedes engine give and the Mercedes chassis give Lewis and Nico enough of a yes. advantage that they can recover? That uh-huh. Nico could recover to third place and mm-hmm. hold I, the I, championship. I think for sure. Yes, yeah, I probably. think for sure. All right, I don't know. I've never watched this particular race, so I don't. Football players say power. football players get injured when they're playing at seventy five percent. You know, True. so True. you got to be a hundred percent. You're going to make mistakes out there. All right. Next. Uh, all right. Full wets versus inters. So, um, so a, I want to say something about the full wets. I heard a lot of complaints that the full wets that Pirelli is bringing in 2016 are not as good as the full wets that they brought in the past. They're not bringing the heat. It's, they, they want a tire that is going to have better grip in really wet conditions. Mm. And I think that they should be more of a spectrum. So maybe a full wet can get you more water off the track, but it's considerably slower when it starts drying. But it sounded, it looked like the full wet and the inters 
had similar yeah. performance in Brazil. And I think there should be more difference. I agree with that. I, I think I heard that from drivers, too. I believe I heard that as well. <laughs> we were watching the same broadcast. So, is there any talk about what they're going to do next year? You thought they had similar performance? I thought the times were the same. Right? So, why were these teams switching to Inters? Because there must be. Theoretically, think, one should be faster. I think they thought the track was going to dry out and the Inters were going to be faster. But, it, I mean, look, the Inters were not as fast as the Wets in the extreme condition. And that's why Max switched back. He said it was like being on the Inters was like driving a boat. So it did turn out that the, the Wets were faster. So there was a difference, and you saw it at the end of the race with Max's performance, but I think that there should be a greater difference than there seemed to be. Should we, should we try to get Pirelli on the phone? Yeah, let's get him on the hook. Let's get him on the hook. Oh, we did get someone. We'll <laughs> put that in post, actually. It's, uh, They're busy. We'll call it's back. Actually, that could be a separate interview, to be honest. Um, Maybe we'll release that next week in the off-season. Um, that was good stuff. That was though. a great call. With All right. Uh, FIA and safety concerns. Anyone who watched the race saw we had a few red flags. We had a bunch of spin-outs, crashes, hydroplaning, as they all say it. Some more than others. Um, some drivers take it to the limit. Some drivers can't handle that kind of racing. Ferrari, in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. FIA, FIA and safety concerns. Clearly, they have a job to do to keep things safe, but we want to see some exciting racing. Where's the line? Rob, let's kick it to you. Yeah, I, I think that um, I want to see the racing. I don't want to see laps on Hot take from Rob. He wants to see the racing. Well, I was just accused of not being a racing fan. <laughs> uh, I don't think... I think that laps behind the safety car, you know, do them, get the track dried out. Um, I did not... I, I think that... It didn't seem to dry the track out, though. Well, but I, I'm saying I don't want to see a red flag. So put it out there, have them under safety car, dry the track out, get them racing. If they need to go slower, fine. And then you... then you're going to reward somebody who is balls to the wall like Verstappen or someone else who handles the wet. But like, let us see different conditions. Let Just let them race. No doubt, no doubt, Get no a better doubt. wet tire and no more red flags. Looking to jump in, Andrew? Yeah, I don't. I also I agree with Rob for the most part here. The red flags are, I think, brutal to watching the race. It's, it just makes it so um, disjointed. The pot is better when you disagree with Rob, so if you want to redo that. <laughs> eh, on this one, I'm going to have to agree with Rob. How can you disagree with but, that take? But I do, but, but like, I like the spin-outs, I like the crashes. I mean, wh- how cool is it when Max spun out and looked like he was centimeters away from crashing that wall and he just pulled it together? Yeah. That was awesome. the highlight of the race. It's awesome. You don't get that if you don't have this. Yep. You're race, race. Yeah, race on the limit. That's Exactly. It. Any thoughts from Charlie? Probably not. not too much different. Uh, I, I think the red flag... I, I disagreed with the on and off status of the red flag because the conditions didn't change in Brazil. That's what was so yeah. confusing for me. Red flag, but then 20 minutes later, nothing changes. They're like, well, let's restart the race. It's maybe they're like, like Charlie's wedding. Maybe they got a wedding yeah. for me. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. Very like Charlie's wedding. It not make any sense. Um, but I think those drivers are incredibly skilled. Obviously, there were crashes, and you need to... I think the safety is high enough that they can, they can push the... Yeah. I'll blow up a little bit more. I mean, my biggest issue was it messed up my DVR recording. You know, yeah, I, I go, I get home trying to. From I was, I, I was in New York. Are you watching it live? I was on a Bolt bus on the way back from New York because I okay. couldn't, I couldn't get it on Amtrak. Oh wow! Unbelievable. Wow. Anyway, 
Uh, I get home, I only have an hour of the race, actual racing. Same thing happened to me. Um, now, I got a bone to pick with you, Rob, about this. You're a real F1 fan. You didn't know you could fire up the app and watch the whole thing on replay? See, I'm not a big tech guy, so I didn't know about the app. <laughs> Unreal. Um, for, the, for those of you out here who want to watch some old races, NBC Sports Live Extra, fire that up. You will not be disappointed. You can watch all of the qualifying and practice rounds as well. How far? How many years back? Probably to Senna. How, how much? Uh, how much money do we get for that spot? Uh, that was a live read. We got uh, ten dollars for that one. Woo. Can't wait for that to hit my bank account. <laughs> and we do have to pay taxes on that. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, Toto's call to Yos Verstappen. Um, little back backstory here. Max Verstappen drives balls to the wall every race. No, I think I, I described this in my beef of the week. Yes, we I covered this topic. So we're good. All right, we'll cut that. Um, well, I'd like to give out an award. Um, let's call it the Pastor Maldonado Award. Biggest loser on the F1 circuit. <laughs> Little background, he's not even racing this year because he crashed so many times last year. I'm going to give it to Rob for oh, his big performance. Surprise. <laughs> big surprise! I'm going to give it to Rob for his performance on the pod. Um, doesn't know technology. He likes people coming dri- driving for a second. Um, missed the race live. Missed the race live. Didn't know how to watch it. And... You know, yeah, question all of his thoughts now because if he missed the race live and didn't watch it back, where is he getting? What these? did you watch? And he's throwing out these facts. <laughs> Nobody knows if they're true. Um, well, somebody knows. <laughs> I think we all know. So, it's not true. Rob does get the first Pastor Maldonado Award. Wow. I think it's well deserved. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I couldn't have done it without clowns like you. I uh, appreciate everyone downloading and listening. Please share, tweet, Facebook like. Um, all, all new listeners are appreciated. Don't oh. forget to delete and download again. Yeah, I guess all listeners are new listeners at this point. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. And uh, we will see you racing fans next race. Anything? We need, a, we need a better sign off. Yeah, we'll, we'll, slogan, we'll do that in post. Keep your tires warm. We do everything in post Anything here. for the after show? No. After show? Uh, and who's watching the next race live? Anyone around? What time is it? I'll, I will be. This weekend, right? This yeah. weekend. No, be, well, next week. Yeah, the Sunday next after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Abu Dhabi. Out, it's Abu Dhabi. Is it a night race there? I think it is a night. Like mid morning in the Eastern. Are US? you going to be able to watch with the child? I'm going to watch in the ho- in the uh, birthing room, <laughs> and he could be a little upset. Rob is expecting a child. What in a week? Is that what yeah, we're doing? A week from yesterday. Congratulations to the podfather. Yeah. Congrats <laughs> on the sex, Rob. <laughs> Good for you. Good job on that. Um. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. I'm out! Crash! Somebody hit me in the f- rear, turn two, and then somebody hit me in the f- rear again in turn three. For f- sake! Honestly, what the f- are we doing here?